Hi guys, it's Rachel, and this is a quick word on leveling up your gratitude. When I was little, one of my friend's moms had a cross stitch framed on her wall. It was the 80s, guys, so maybe some of you who are similar ages know what I'm talking about. But this particular cross stitch said, God bless this mess. (laughs) And I was thinking about that this week as part of a gratitude practice. I know so many of you, like me, really put effort into practicing gratitude as a part of your everyday life. And I have a little bit of a perspective shift for you to bring into your gratitude practice this week. What if you try and find gratitude for the things you usually feel annoyed about? What if you find gratitude for the things that typically frustrate you? This feels like gratitude level two. Like if we were playing Super Mario Brothers, this is like when you got into the castle and you were going to fight King Koopa. This is that level of gratitude. Not just can I find gratitude for the good stuff, but can I find gratitude for the things that typically annoy me? So my favorite example of this is gratitude for paying bills, paying bills. I started 2020 with a thriving business, 60 employees, conferences as far as the eye can see, really doing what I felt like was very purpose-driven work, really proud of it, really proud of the business we had created. And then like a lot of companies inside of COVID, everything shifted. I had a business that was built around in-person events and suddenly we couldn't be in person anymore. And I remember that time so clearly. I wonder if any of you remember things like this with everyone sort of looking at me like, what do we do? Do we go home? Do we have everyone stay here? Like none of us knew what was coming. And even when we went into lockdown, I think we all thought it was going to be for like two weeks. And it was like dominoes falling, like one after another, after another, you know, we were like, oh, well, this conference we have two months from now, that'll be fine. And then that we had to push. And then, but the one that we have planned for the fall, that'll be okay. But then the rise run, like that'll be good. It was one after another, after another, we had to cancel and push things. And we had, like all businesses, the opportunity to declare bankruptcy in those areas. For a conference, it's very expensive. It's several million dollars to produce a conference. And for any of those that we had planned, you have to put down that money in advance. You have to reserve the venue and you have to pay for vendors and you have to do all these things. And there were millions, millions of dollars that had been guaranteed to vendors of all of these conferences. And the advice from every executive around me was like, each individual conference was its own 
you know, little business. So we could, you could declare bankruptcy on this specific conference and uh, then you won't have to pay for those vendors. But everyone that we work with, they're small businesses. They're not huge corporations. They're not people who could just afford to suddenly not have this money that was promised to them. And it just felt so wrong. I paid for it all. And I have spent the last, I mean, we're going into 2023, so almost three years, paying down millions of dollars in debt. Millions. Rather than default on any of the promises that we made to those vendors. And essentially it meant that I went into crazy debt in the business that I have been paying off. And I cannot possibly explain how stressful, how stressful that was. And when I started the process, I felt like there were all of these people and everyone like so into the company and so into all the things we were doing. And then as life happened with COVID and having to cancel things, it was like one thing after another just sort of fell away. And then I was standing in the midst of the remnants of all of these choices made by other people, contracts signed by other people who no longer worked with me. They had gone off to greener pastures and I was here, you know, paying off contracts that I didn't even know existed. And truthfully, I can only talk to you about this now because I'm at the end of that process. In the midst of it, in the midst of fighting to keep people employed. I kept most of the employees employed all through 2020, fighting to keep people in jobs, fighting to find money to pay off these vendors, working ceaselessly, all of these things while going through a divorce. Well, just like so much was happening that I began to have insane levels of anxiety surrounding money and finances. And every time I would, you know, make a payment to pay down that debt, I just would be sick to my stomach. And it would be this reminder of like, holy shit, where, how am I going to do this? Where am I going to do this? What am I going to do? And I just kept putting one foot in front of the other, in front of the other. I honestly kind of don't even know how I'm still here, how I managed to dig out of this hole. And I just kept clinging to this idea that I was doing the right thing, that I didn't renege on all of the people who were holding conference tickets, that I didn't remove that financial support that those vendors believed that they had from us, that I didn't make decisions that probably other, you know, more savvy business people would do because they felt wrong in my heart. And that meant a massive amount of 
discomfort for me, but I just kept walking in faith. I felt like I was doing what my creator and the universe was guiding me to do. And just one step in front of the other dug myself out of this massive hole. Massive. Like I literally can't even believe how I can find myself here and talking to you guys about this without bawling because it was the most stressful situation in my life. And I felt honestly like abandoned. The reason I tell you this story is because in the midst of this, man, did I learn so much. But one of the most important lessons I learned was about what we attract into our lives. It's when I really began to study like abundance mindset versus scarcity. It's when I really started to unpack how I found myself in this situation, how I ended up here. And one of the things I learned was the idea of being grateful when you pay a bill. And I had the opposite of that. I grew up without money. I came into my early 20s, still broke as a joke, working three jobs, trying to make ends meet, really familiar with that. I found this passage along the way that talked about the idea of every time you paid a bill, every time you signed your name on a bill, that you would take a moment and find gratitude for the bill because you had the money to pay it. So I was looking at it, I was so stressed out because I was just like, oh, what am I going to do? This is so much. And it doesn't feel like this debt is going anywhere. But then I learned this practice of like, thank you, God. Yes, I am paying so much money. And I'm working so hard to be able to just survive. Oh, I'm working and doing all these things. I'm not even thriving over here. I'm not gaining. I'm just surviving. But there's also a scenario in that where I could have just like you have, just like I have in the past, like we all know what it feels like to not have the money to pay a bill. So if you have the resources, that's a blessing. When you're grouchy about the laundry or the dirty dishes. Dirty dishes are a sign that you had food to eat for dinner. Laundry, I mean, that's a symbol for all kinds of things. You've got the money for those clothes. You've got a washer dryer or access to a washer dryer. You have the body to physically do the laundry for yourself or your family. There's a million different ways that you can find blessings in the things that you usually feel frustrated by. That perspective shift changed everything, everything, y'all. And you will never convince me that that shift in my thinking isn't how I turn things around financially. That thought process and that abundance, like, yep, God leads you to it. She's going to lead you through it. There's a reason this is happening. We're going to keep walking in faith. We're going to keep moving forward. We're going to get this done. We're going to chip away at this one dollar at a time, and we're going to get to the other side of it. And 
if you've ever read The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, or if you haven't read it, please get this book. Because I ended up reading that book after I had gone through this process and I was like, oh my God, that's it. That That's it. Basically, the entire concept is that the thing that feels like the hardest season in your life, the hardest thing in your life, the hardest issue you've ever come up against, when, not if, when you handle that, when you get to the other side of that, when you get through it, that is the answer to everything you've been looking for. For real. Coming through all of this in the business and holding on to my integrity, even at the cost of what it did to my (laughs) anxiety, having that much financial responsibility that I was digging out of, that changed me forever in the best way, in the best freaking way. The obstacle is the way. But not only that, finding gratitude in the hardest seasons, finding the blessing in the messy, finding the good stuff in the things you usually complain about, that's a superpower. That's a superpower. I want to challenge you this week, this month, this year to level up the gratitude practice because this one, this one changes everything. Thank you.